We'll keep that in. <laughs> Speaking of listeners, welcome to Excuse Me Pod. And you may have remembered from a few weeks ago we heard this little tune. I've just scanned along the time rather than the volume. Hang on. So I was in a vehicle the other day in the week, listeners in a call. And they were playing this on the radio, and this is how it sounded. I'm vanilla baby. No killer baby. Wait, hang on, hang on. I can't. The mixed fading is too difficult. Wait a minute. I've got to go back to his bit. Wait for it. <laughs> so they get rid of the choke and killer. I'm vanilla baby. Actually. They leave. But they leave this stuff in. Yeah. S and M was a was a radio hit, wasn't it? It was a radio hit for the listener. Do you remember when Rihanna came Do out with that remember? loud album? Some forty one. That's not who I was looking for. No. Um, when the listener. The listener came out with the album. Rihanna came out, and we got this bad boy. This wasn't like dipped on the radio. I don't think. Let's get to the good bit. I don't know how I feel about. I like the smell of it. That's never yeah. sat right with me, to be honest. Sweaty rubber. <laughs> what a tune welcome welcome excuse me podcast welcome to oh (laughs) look i've had a drink let's all let's all we'll be honest here we'll call it a delay on the line i'm on the h2o and there's a delay on the cars line and when Um, we say delay on the line it's the name of a cocktail Look, I've got an expiry date of some lychee that I need to get through. And don't come at me and be like, oh, lychee. God, she's middle class. Yes, I am. All right. All right. Cut this out. No, don't. Don't. <laughs> I can cut it out if you want. I need to be honest. I need to be honest to my true self. Listen, you got to own your, uh, your middle class roots, girl. It's true, I do. I do. I've got a lychee martini <laughs> on the go. You live in a leafy area. I do live in <laughs> There is greenery and there is an Olenstein down the road. I can't lie. Oh, let I can't me lie. Tell you, I ever since I discovered an Olenstein in Leicester Square for the listener. In Leicester this... Square. <laughs> Right opposite the station, if anyone comes to town as a tourist or you're from the locale, I went there for a coffee and I had a fantastic pastry there and I have never looked back. And I now am obsessed with the one that you're referring to in as much as I don't live locally enough, so I have to go for delivery. Well, it, well firstly, don't go to Leicester Square to go to a fucking island Oh, no, 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 no. That's madness. Literally, I was might in well the area. Like... I was in the area. Yeah, but still... Is it was it the well, the pastry that you had was a um cinnamon slice? 
social slice. Again, love a cinnamon social slice, but also so, the one that is just a custard in like in pastry with a white icing on the sides of it. What uh, I'd like to we'd like to paint a picture for for the for the listener <laughs> is that um Jessica is weaving her hand in an artist's motion <laughs> to show that true artistry that is included within the social slice or whatever yeah. it is that she is explaining. Oh, what a delight. What a delight. What a delight. What a Again, delight. Love Olenstein. Shout out to Olenstein. Shout out to we're open to a sponsorship. If I love social slice. I've I drink their coffee beans as well. That's right. I've got Eww. a coffee grinder as well. Love, wow. wow. Everyone loves grinder. Get in touch with us at excuse me pod team at gmail.com or at, at excuse me pod. <laughs> what for that? Excuse me pod. <laughs> Can you tell our listeners that we started to press record on this a little bit late at night? <laughs> We also have been talking for a good on three hours before this <laughs> about life, about everything from we've spoken about Greg Wallace to having children. Just, just we've covered all the bases. We covered all the bases in three hours, but the only base we haven't covered is the reason why we got onto the same call in the first place, which was to record this podcast. <laughs> but you know what, listeners, we are here. We are ready to go. And let me just say this: this episode has been sponsored by. Welcome to Excuse Me Pod, where we're going to talk about the rumors. <laughs> and the okay. nifty-ness. And this the is going down in the reality world. Exactly. I first do say I didn't work. It didn't work. No, that's fine. It worked. Well, we can do, we can whip round through these very, very quickly. In do real we time. Wanna... I was going to say, do you want to do a traitors update? US traitors. Okay, here's the thing. You have not, not seen it. it. <laughs> <laughs> You're missing out. I'm going to tell you that straight away. Well, you can do the recap for the listener. I bloody will. Okay, we'll, we'll do the let's talk about the rumors and then you can do a US. Traitors. I was going to include it in the rumors. Okay, fine. Well, we'll leave it for the last item in the let's talk about the rumors. Oh, all right, the last item. Can okay, you we're having we're having an issue now. Planning, podcast we're having planning meeting live on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now you start off with your rumors and nastiness. What uh, have well, you been? What have, what have you been ruminating this let, week? Let me tell you. I've what? Firstly, first of all, I've got to find. As I thought, it was in um, what's the hell was that? facility of this spotify guys it's gonna be a crazy one this week <laughs> just bear with Hang bear on. with power bear on three i mean i think to be honest my laugh is going at such a pitch that um i don't think anyone's gonna have heard a lot of what i've said but can i just say if you feel the need to leave a one star review after this just think again think again think you know what you've got to think of grace You've got to think of the children. Um, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Woo! That's coming now. Hang on. Okay, listeners. So we've got Real Housewives of Atlanta. Finally, after months and months of speculation, they have finally announced none of the cast. <laughs> but the <laughs> only thing they have done is that Candy has told us that she's leaving. 
and she yeah. was basically like these people left us alone for too long and we found other things to do and i just decided no i'm not gonna come back that is interesting yeah <laughs> that is interesting thanks nicole i'm glad that you came took a break from your voguing to, to contribute that it's an interesting story um here's the thing here's the thing here's the thing i don't watch atlanta don't don't hate on me i don't watch it i'm i'm getting round to it just i just need to know what season to come in at i just need to figure that out okay yeah but how long did they leave them months they... months months yeah. months i think because they're basically going to need to retool the cast yes and there have been rumors than... about that haven't there? yes there have been rumors in this mm. and they just took forever so good luck to mm. them finally figuring that out they also fired the showrunner eric fuller no so... way why because it's shit yeah kind of i mean it, it the last couple of series have been dreadful and then you've got people on it like sanya richards ross who see, she seems like a lovely woman just not designed for real housewives oh um like as in i think she'd probably be a good friend as in she would be not like good support for someone but she's not a main character do you know what i mean yes yeah she yes. comes across as a nice person yes sometimes unfortunately as we all know nice people don't make the best television no no um and apart from speaking of below decks come back with a new series captain kiri his first <laughs> series um he's another person who seems like a nice person he does he does um there is i was gonna say the other nice person that i was thinking of was barbara oh yeah rahoni um yeah. who was very nice and was definitely not cut out for that series because remember when remember when luan was like i thought she was my friend and then barbara yes. was like was yes yes crazy time crazy speaking of crazy times crazy. if anyone wants to see tan france's house in utah i would like to know i know he's successful and i'm sure he was i know he's successful before netflix but that man and his husband are spending some heavy change on a house build and re and redo in utah, utah. First, firstly yes firstly my question why utah is that a tax thing no like no no shade but like is that why Cause it seems like a random place to live when you're in an industry whose like center is new york or la or london or paris or whatever are you yes. fashion mm. um i can't remember what his husband does but they've built a house from the ground up and online on youtube architectural digest you can see different stages so like his closet i think like other rooms in the house and it is nice but I just... Can we just say, from Manchester to Utah, to Utah is quite the jump. That is quite the jump. That's why I'd be intrigued to know why why there. Um, also, Athletes Palace to Utah to the Book of Mormon to the Book of Mormon seems a bit of an odd jump. It's, it's like, a, yes. Did you see when it was like Tan France goes around Manchester? He was like. I love Athletics Palace. <laughs> and I was like, so do we. Um, then we also had a trailer release for Bet Erica's Bet on Blonde, which is coming yes. 6th of March to Bravo. Um, looks like it could be quite fun. Um, and then we've also had the return of episode two this week, series 11, Vanderpump Rules. Let's talk about it. 
Let's talk about that. Let's talk about what you know what we're gonna talk about. The rumors and the nastiness. The rumors and the nastiness, but I feel like this segment of the rumors and the nastiness. You know, it's where is that song in here? They don't have the slowed down version. No. So we got Oh, this is such a throwback. She's doing an emo version of it. I know, but this is such a throwback to when we first started doing the pod. I know, it is a throwback. Look at Mm -hmm. all that. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. Like the hand like a candle. (laughs) Too hard to handle. (laughs) Someone's listened to it before. Like a candle. Oh, listeners, do you remember the early days of the podcast? Um, get ready for it. Building. Come on, listeners. Whatever you're doing, park your car, sit down, and get ready to sing. Let's. What did you think, Nicole, of first episodes episode? one and two? Yeah. Have you watched episode two? I have. Okay, so we can do episodes. <laughs> so we can do episodes one and two. <laughs> um, I thought that like I'm gonna say something crazy. Go on. I actually think that Ariana is being a bit out of pocket. I think I'd like to know what the timeline is in terms of when they shot the reunion and when yes. they started filming this. Yes. Because yes. I think there she could just like to Schwartz as our friend Danny Pellegrino. Oh, 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 Schwartz. just very quickly. Yes. When it comes to Schwartz, I say, I say bad times for him. I say he should be ignored every single moment in any time in any timeline in any universe that man could be completely ignored and i despise him however it's the assistant that i feel bad for yeah because the way she was speaking to her particularly in this episode yes like she's just trying to do her job like is she maybe a fan who got the gig and is absolutely loving it probably Probably. But you don't need to be quite as patronising to and like passive aggressive to her. Exactly. It was just the moment when she goes, "I'm gonna exist in my own house." Thanks. I was like, "Oh, mate, she's just trying it. She's just doing her yeah, job. Yeah. She's just trying to live in this yes. world, in this crazy LA world. It's crazy. She's just LA trying world. to get by. Like, do you know what I mean? And yeah. you're just making it specifically difficult for her." And it's not her fault that she has to bloody pick up after her ex-boyfriend. No. And I think the two things that stand out, and if anyone watches the after shows, um, is obviously Lala is kind of being like, this mm. is her time to have her redemption series, feel sorry for me series, because obviously that got usurped last time uh, mm. by a bigger scandal. And she seems to be being more like open and understanding to Sandoval 
and that obviously she reached out to Raquel, which she said on Watch What Happens Live last that week on was that she was basically like, yeah, but we didn't know she was coming back to the show. So I think she was doing that more as almost like a production thing of if yes. she does come back, someone has at least reached out. Mm. And then, and then who's the other one I was thinking of? And then Sandoval is obviously being given the like, feel sorry for me like loser edit. yeah edit. yeah yeah and it's true like the good point that ariana does make is that if this had happened last year and it was randall and lala and lala was going about mm, doing any of the mm. things like she wouldn't like it to happen and actually on the after show james kennedy of all people when he was sat with lala and sheena was the only one of the three of them was like no i get it like why should she have to sell the house when he's the one that's disrupted everything and like and then lala's going yeah but she's saying it's because she doesn't have the money when she obviously does have the money and sheena's backing her up and i was like oh you two look a bit spineless now whereas james yes. was like yeah but even if she does whether she does or doesn't he's the one that's fucked it all up she's within her rights mm -hmm. to be like it's my house and i'm not gonna move unless mm -hmm. you give me the right price for it exactly Okay, like I did think, oh, Sheena and Lala, like you're not coming off well here, but it's it's. I feel like I think I do think that Lala has had a lot of growth. I do genuinely do think that. Yes, and also, I do find myself quite liking her, but then yes. she has moments where I'm like, oh. But then I do also think mm, you're a little bit jealous, Lala. I know that's what jealous. I think. I reckon she thought last series was going to be about her and Rand and that whole yes. situation. Yes. And then right at the end, Scandaval happened and Rachel and Tom screwed her over. Exactly. And also with James, I love James. Yeah. I love him. But have you seen the rumours? Oh no, what's he done now? So basically it's all it's all coming out about him allegedly, allegedly being like abusive. Ab yes, towards Kristen and Raquel. I would hope that it's not true. I so do I. But there's was gonna say there was have have you had to listen to Raquel's podcast at all? Absolutely not. There's not enough time in the day for that. <laughs> neither have I, neither have I, but I've heard people talking about it and apparently she's been like dropping some things about James and about how he was like quite mean to um Groundcracker, whatever his name was. Oh, right. The dog. The dog. The dog. Yeah. Yes. Which and apparently he's not as good of a dog daddy as he <laughs> that doesn't sound right. <laughs> I know what but... you mean though. Yeah. That yeah, he was no. making out to be. But I just want I want good things for James, but not if he's got this sordid past. No. And also, he was really going in there to be like, you know, I just want an apology from Tom. I want him to recognize what he did was wrong. And to be fair to him, he didn't give him an apology. And I think he was genuinely very, very hurt. Because if we, we have to remember, Raquel was his ex-fiance. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. That is this thing. And one up more thing before we move off and on to traitors is uh, thanks to Andy Cohen for this fact on Watch What Happens Live that Ariana in Chicago, it's been the most yes. lucrative week of Chicago in many years. How wild is that? That's wild. But it means that her 
effect or impact is sustaining, which means that she may hopefully get other Broadway and acting gigs afterwards. True, but that obviously means that Erica Jane wasn't bullying in that kind of audience. But, but I mean, give Erica a juice. She was only in it for about seven days before an <laughs> epidemic, <laughs> pandemic. Seven days is enough. And, and Tom couldn't even make it down for those seven days. Um, well, we all know what he was doing. <laughs> he was allegedly stealing from the orphans and widows, allegedly. Um, the orphans and the widows. Would you like to move on, Nicole, to our. I can um, do a quick um, summary of traitors. How much do you want to know? Because as someone who hasn't watched and who may watch, how I, much do you want to know? I actually don't mind. I'm happy for you to. Um, Go for it. So here's the thing. Can't find the theme, but go in the most on. recent. So we have had. So we, as we know, Phaedra, Poverty, and Dan are traitors. There has been some heat on Dan. But <laughs> here we go. <laughs> there has been. This absolutely screams on the house ride. This theme is. <laughs> but there has been some heat on Dan. Because uh, a lot of people are thinking that he is a traitor. And he is. But he's not really pushing that heat off him in a good way, to be honest. Right. And a lot of people think that poverty is also a traitor. Right. Which you is. Um, but no one is suspecting Phaedra. Because Phaedra's playing a very good game. And they basically had a task where they were getting a shield... Long story short, they try they set up this little trap, the faithful set up this little trap to try and catch a traitor. And they managed to actually pull it off. And oh. basically the, I know the whole thing was is that they said that someone else had got the shield to save themselves. I can't explain this properly, but basically what I'm trying to say is is yeah. that they did a little trap, it worked, and then they really and that really put the fucking heat on down, like uh -huh. massively. So then it came to <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing of this is just is oh, oh, tell me more so we were at the round table and then all the heat's on Dan and then Dan goes well let me just you know start clocking people off here and he was like let who has been has had their name down on the chalkboard and then people put their hands up and they're like okay right I'm not going to talk about those people let's talk about the people who don't have their names on the chalkboard and then he went for Harvardy and he went for Phaedra and he went for a few other people and then he starts going through the people and then being like right it's not you because of this and it's not you because of this and he gets to Poverty and Phaedra and you think logically you yeah. go for Poverty because she's already got heat on her she'll be easier to take down and push the blame onto yeah do her he doesn't he goes straight for Phaedra what? Tries to start taking Phaedra down, and then everyone starts being like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Not everyone, but people would start going, "Phaedra's obviously not a faithful." And then Phaedra yeah. takes him down in a monologue for the ages. Oh, we have to watch that. And basically saying, "Why the fuck? Like, you know, why the fuck would you think it was me?" There's no he thing messed with the wrong me. mortician. Basically, he messed with the wrong mortician. And then when we go to the turret, oh yeah, basically he gets kicked out. And then <laughs> we go to the turret after, and she's like, "I am fuming. I am absolutely fuming." And then Poverty's like, "Yeah, I can see why, because he came for the wrong person." And she warned him. 
because at the last round table, Parvati tried to come for Phaedra. Mm. And they went to the turret. Mm. And then Phaedra goes, I think that you need to... Hold on. <laughs> Let me go. <laughs> Phaedra... <laughs> Phaedra goes to Parvati, how dare you come for me? How dare uh. you try and, like, you know, try and take me down? And then, so... And then she turns to Dan and goes, you don't, you shouldn't fucking do that either. Shouldn't say that. She's trying to say, that was a summary of what she said. Yeah. Basically, she was like, don't come for me, because I'll come for you. That goes for the both of you. Nice. And that is my Traitor's Recap. Wow. And I hope everyone enjoyed it. I hope it made sense. And it was somehow cognizant to everyone listening. You know what? I think we're going to be tuning in to see the weight no pun intended, of the Mortician's takedown. Of the Mortician... Well, they've tried to recruit in the most recent episodes. Oh. I'll be devo when this is finished because I absolutely effing love traitors. Well, and you know what? Can I just give a quick shout out to probably one of my favourite moments of the whole Traitors UK, which I think you touched on before. I know mm. that was a US recap. Yeah. But was Diane and what the hell is her called again? Ross. Ross. With the whole... Apparently, Diane's my mum. <laughs> and when he's in the car and he looks to camera and shoots us all a little wink. He gives us a little wink. Fantastic no, work. Fantastic work. And also, when Diane looks at the camera and goes, Paul's not my son, but Ross is. Yes! Iconic. <laughs> yes. Iconic. Diana and the Ross. So yeah, that's a recap of Traitors. Apparently the Australian one is like really mind-blowing, but I Uh just, I really need to kind of give the time and energy to it, and I don't know if I've got it. I like it when everyone's watching along. Yeah, yeah. Like if there's a group of us that just all agree to watch it three episodes a week, like we would do with the normal Traitors, and then talk about it on Twitter, then I can maybe get behind it. Yeah, like community viewing. Mm-mm. Speaking of community viewing, are you ready, Nicole, for our main event? I absolutely bloody am. Listeners, are you ready for the main event? Are you ready to go up? Or are you ready to go to Essex, to Leighton High Road, to Dagenham, to Romford? Are you ready to take the central line? All the, is it the central line? It is the central line. The central line all the way to... Yes. No. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say the stop. I... Oh. <laughs> Leighton. <laughs> Leighton. Are you going to take the central line all the way to Leighton for drama, for colics, for everything and more... <laughs> Nicole, the last few weeks we've been doing these episodes. Tell me. I've been the worst weeks of my life. (laughs) You've been doing a great Denise Van Alton. Oh, God, okay. Yeah, okay. And I don't want you to feel like with that 18 seconds, you've let yourself down. I did. I did. (laughs) But there's more space space here. May I suggest that we pretend, we, us and the listeners, pretend that didn't happen. 
Okay. And you okay. start from scratch. Okay. Okay. I'm open to feedback. Look, listen, I didn't have a go and I didn't really help you out because I couldn't get to the tube stations quick enough. Yeah, you could, but to be honest, you could have helped me out. This is, I, you know, a partnership here. And look, I was left out to try there. We... <laughs> look, all I'll say is if you want to get on the central line from Leighton, if you want to get on the district line to potentially go, I want to say Chigwell, but I think that's wrong. If you want to go to the Gemma Collins Boutique, the Amy Child's Beauty Spa, you want to see a theatre. Is Gemma Collins' boutique still open? Is a question I ask the room. Let's have a quick look. Oh my God, I actually Gemma didn't say that. Collins Boutique. It is in Brentwood. Oh my god, let's go. It's oh it's permanently closed. No <laughs> no. Oh no. We could go and like report from outside of it. We could do a live report from I wonder what's um, there now, because that must have closed a while ago. On Roper's Yard. It's off Brentwood High Street. Gemma Collins collection. Um hold on. Street View. It's now currently Grilla Fitness. Oh, or no. it was Nails at Studio Four. Depends which unit she had. Oh no, hang on. Oh, this is from five years ago. Gemma Collins. If anyone lives in Brent near Brentwood High Street, get in yeah, touch. Can you let us know, please. It's confusing there that the information seems a little bit contradictory. Off. Yes. So um, this but- week. Oh, we're going to be recapping. Oh, well, I was just going go into it. I was starting business. Well, I was actually just intriguing. I was just trying to do a little bit of um, Loughton. That's it. I was just trying to do some tube research. But you know what? That's an investigation for another time. We Nicole, could do a day trip there, couldn't we? Where we could do like some voice recordings. We can do a Vox Pop. We could do a Vox Pop. Live from Essex. I'd love to go on a little night out in Essex. We go faces. We, we, go, we go faces. We could sugar go sugar heart. I think juices bar and grills no longer in existence somehow. Um is there anything right with this world. If there's anything right, that will have shut its doors. Um Nicole, are you ready? Mm-hmm. And action. This week on the only way is Essex. We're getting ready for a 60s party. Is Harry going to look like Scooby-Doo? Or is he going to look like the Belle of the Ball? We also find out what's going on with Lauren and Mark and Lydia and Arch. Who knows? Let's find out this week. Yay! Fantastic. <laughs> um, I am available for voiceovers. Voiceovers. And a price. I was just thinking in the week when I was remembering um what was his name Julian in the music label shop when Mark was his name Julian with the Six, ten ten eight, twelve, ten, 12. <laughs> yeah twelve <laughs> Mark turned up late oh, I, I just let me this. tell you let me tell you I've got I've written down some more some more of Mark's <laughs> credentials for this episode. <laughs> We'll get to it. We'll get to it. But this song immediately came to my head. Hang on. For the listeners, this is Twister, Overnight Celebrity, 
And we all know the bit where he goes. I thought it would get to the bit I want quicker. <laughs> he goes, let me be your manager. And that was I what it was. I thought nice in the West I've got my own bar, Deuce's Bar and Grill. You know what that means, right? Okay. Um. So, mm-hmm. we open with with all the trio, the three musketeers, Harry, Amy and Sam, in the shop. And as you touched on your Denise Van Outen, your Denise voiceover, your Denise Van Oiceover. Van Oiceover. Clock that, keep that clocked. Keep that clocked. Um, that they girls think that Harry does look like Shaggy from Scooby Doo. Well, first of the go, you look like Scooby Doo. No, no. <laughs> Who's his mate? Shaggy. Shaggy. But let's just talk about the fact that he is wearing. So he's going for a sixties outfit. However, he seems to be wearing what raver trousers, <laughs> a fifties top. Yeah. 70s glasses they go yeah. that's, that's absolutely 60s you could wear that Sainsbury's Harry and he also definitely looks like he could be an extra in Chicago if they wore neon and not black <laughs> if it was set in the 80s Chicago yes it was set in 1983 Chingford High Road she had it coming, honey. honey. She had it coming, honey. She did. She had extensions far too long. If you'd have been there, if you'd have had a bed, then we wouldn't be in faces. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> the town was orange. <laughs> she looked 16. I thought he'd be with a model. She, he'll never do better than me. Lauren Gooch. Six, seven. He had it coming. He had it coming, honey. He had it coming all along. Shut up. <laughs> Have you been there? Down in faces. I bet you wouldn't. I've got your leg over. Let me tell you. (laughs) Took me to Essex Zoo. I said, I want a night out at a fancy restaurant down the West End. He said, that's not me. And I said, well, that is me. And he took me to the zoo. He took me to the zoo three times. And the next thing I knew, when I looked over, I tripped and fell. And he was in the lion cage. And I I realised he was dead. <laughs> and the monkey blew me a kiss. <laughs> they had it coming. Honey, you had it coming. Shut up. He had it coming all along. He should have taken 
<laughs> me to the West End instead of the zoo. <laughs> Once I was made a fashion apprentice. Ah. And I met two twins, one had hair and one was bald. They said, do you want to be our Fashion Week apprentice? And I said, yes, I couldn't want anything more. And one of them said, you're 2,000 times better. And the other one said, she's missing from the poster. And I said, well... I mean, she can come if she wants to, but like, she's not going to have anything to do with the models and that. <laughs> I turned around. Next thing I knew, she was brown bread. Dun, 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 dun. They had it coming. coming. They had Honey. it coming, honey. Oh, they had up. it coming all along. If you'd have been Chingford instead of Brentwood, I bet. You, you would have come to sugar. But... And that will be available on a streaming service near you soon. <laughs> we just need funding, Amazon, Hulu, Netflix. We are open to negotiation. We're open for business and all the key players. We are. We so are open to business. We Speaking, move... Speaking for open for business... Harry's oh god actually sure I was gonna say something really awful <laughs> it's fine you stopped yourself so we don't need to edit <laughs> no we don't need to edit but so speaking of open to business you know what is open Mark's shirt <laughs> <laughs> and he has the audacity to turn to Arge and say you look like you're going in there to kill someone look he's not wrong though that is very much <laughs> uh, I have to agree with him there that is very much a Godfather look. The bow tie is given Smithy Joke Shop. And excuse me, <laughs> literally, excuse me, name of the podcast. Hello. What is it about the sheet of satin that is literally wrapped around his neck? Because that's not even a scarf. Someone has picked up a white satin curtain and said, whack that on. That's all <laughs> Someone said to a runner, oh God, just put something with colour on it around him, please. We've got to spice up the shot. I also, when Arj tells Mark what songs he's doing, and Mark just goes, oh, dearie me. <laughs> what do you mean, dearie me? Is that the scene where they're both, where Mark sat down and then Arj is like on some sort of plinth because the, the depth like... perception in that scene <laughs> yeah. is so weird. Like, Mark is absolutely tiny in this tiny little chair and then Arj is on some sort of plinth. And it's like... Yes. They look what like they're intense. doing say yes to the tux. That's what they look like they're doing. And then Jim uh, Mark goes, you love standing up there, like James Dean, Frank Sinatra. And Arch goes, do you mean Dean Martin? <laughs> oh, yeah, he's an actor, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's an actor, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we get we have a little flash of the apprentice flying, flyering for Essex Fashion Week. Gosh, those thick tights and platform heels literally duck and cope. I just can't. <laughs> That took me back to a time that I don't want to remember. <laughs> and then we got to score. Are you about to say the PT session? Yeah. I literally, oh. it was a hard oh. cut straight to both of them. And I did for a second then think that that Ben guy was fully nude. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, what have we got to here? This is quite, I was like, whoa. Well, so we cut to this scene and... Oh, 
where to begin yeah, with this gentleman? This is the per- personal trainer slash the actor in a gorilla suit from last week's episode who refers to Amy as this Amy bird. And he says, and I feel like there's probably well, some same thing I've written music down. for this. Um, I'm just going to see if there's some just background ambiance for this real um, the Halloween theme tune. <laughs> well, yeah, for this scene of 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 relationship wisdom, some might say. So he he turns to Kirk and he says, "You didn't want to put her in a cage. In my experience, the better you treat them, the worse the they worse get. they are." Awful. 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 I'm not taking love advice from a man that looks like a spud. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Confirmed. Confirmed. That was the one of the worst lines I've ever had in my time. We've seen some stuff from Mark Wright. I think he just usurped. Then Lauren, one of the Oppenhans, Adam and Sade, or whatever she's called. I was like, can we literally write down Sade question mark? (laughs) I know. I'm like, is it saved? I'm assuming it's Sade. She so she's done the flyering on Leighton High Road, and Sade Mm. invites Oppenhan Adam to the 60s party. And he offers to give Lauren and her girls a drive. And let me tell you right now, she was not interested in that because the way she went, he was like, oh, yeah, I can drive you there. And then Lauren just turned around and went, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, thanks. <laughs> oh, mm, not really. How are you going to get all four of us in your two-seater car? But okay. Exactly. And um, then we see Amy looking very good in her 60 outfit. I was loving the 60s. And when they were like, let's go as Playboy bunnies. Was that 60s? Um, I'm going to say, is it 50s? It's... It might be early 60s. It could be early 60s, that's true, that is true. Then we get a boxing montage of Kirk, which gave me the massive ick, to be fair. Um, And then we get, finally making her first appearance, we get Lydia Bright, fresh from Marbella, with her friend Ellie, who confirms that they are both going to the jazz party. And that information is relayed by Mark to Arge, who, who says... Wait, wait, wait. Go on. We've skipped past. What? Maybe one of the best bits in the whole episode. Oh, is this Lola recording the fantastic song? <laughs> feeling gonna, feeling gonna, feeling gonna, feeling gonna, feeling gonna, claustrophobic. The walls are closing in. You're in a microphone recording booth. And then when she struggles, Jess struggles to take the headphones off and hits herself in the eye. She goes, oh, shit. <laughs> but then one of the um we get reminded of uh Mark's credentials. Oh yeah. Which are I don't know a lot about music, but I do listen to it and I love it. And this is good. <laughs> Therefore making him manager of the year and everyone's manager life. of the year. You know what it makes him let me be your manager. <laughs> Um, and should we have hold on if this will pick up on the mic? Did I come through? I could hear it, so I think the listener hopefully will have done. Me on Ox, me and Oxford Circus on a Saturday morning. Is 
great. I mean, it was sort of coming via um underwater. Yeah, no fair play. But fair play. I'm just trying to see if we can get any because apparently through some very quick research. I wonder if they are on Spotify. They aren't, but I'll tell you who is. Just right. Just right. Just. Hang on. <gasps> oh yeah, here we go. Some of these singles, listeners, if you want to access them on Spotify, look up Jessica Wright. They don't even have covers. Isn't, isn't... Yeah. Someone from Lola is actually famous now, I think. Oh, really? Hold on. (laughs) There's a Sun article that says, Lola, given the chop. Wow, there's a song here called Poor. <laughs> this isn't Jessica right. This isn't Jessica right. I think this is the omen. Waving <laughs> the fun. Let's just that was, a bit more of that. that was... Here we go. I'm sick of men. I'm pretty sure that this is not the Jessica but Ryan we know it, and love from The Only Ways Essex. But it could very well have been written by the same songwriter because there's a lot of repeating the same phrase over and over again. I'm feeling kind of, feeling kind of claustrophobic. Um, so Lydia Bright arrives. That news makes its way over to Arch. I'm loving hey. the poncho that she's rocking in that. Oh, I'm gonna be honest. Well, there's a whole aesthetic situation coming up when she arrives at City 60s yes. party. Yes. And Mark's encouraging words to his friend are Look at you, you scruffy fucker. You look mm. like you're going down late in High Road on a shopping trip. He says, I'm telling you now, because I don't want you to flop on stage. Mm-mm-mm. And what fair, makes... he does look like shit, to be fair. He doesn't look great. And what makes it, I think, maybe third appearance in this show in five episodes is... They're really getting their money's worth on this one. They were like, we'll just play different sections every episode. Can I just say, I actually gasped when When Amy received that text from Kirk. I know. I was like... I can't believe that he's doing that. I mean, I did kind of figure it out that it was obviously he was going to bring someone like his mum, but I, I did gasp when that came through. Yes. So for the listener, a- Amy gets a text from Kirk and he's like, How, given that we've seen him having the personal training with the gorilla man and his advice was treat him mean, keep him miserable. Yeah. And <laughs> he texts Amy and is like, listen, babe, oh, I can't take you to the 60s party anymore. Sorry, I'm taking someone else. And she looks crestfallen. She does look crestfallen, to be fair. And so I we... don't like seeing Amy that way. No, I don't like it. We come back after the ad break. All the gang are arrived, including Nanny Pat and... In a midi length and a kitten heel. Yeah. <laughs> Harry, Harry does a split as Lola perform, and Mark watches Lauren laughing with Oppenheim Adam. And as we've touched on, Amy is quite upset about Kurt coming with someone else yes yes i like that the lolas are giving us sort of saturdays um 
support band. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And they're also like the hair's back combed, they absolute gods as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, um was also very much at the time. I also need to talk about the fact that Lucy is very attractive woman and that makeup is not doing any favors for her. I couldn't I can't work out this is a theme listeners in the show where a lot of primarily the ladies they've really caked it on and I don't know if that is because they're not quite sure how to make up their faces for lighting mm. and no one's shown them or because they just caked it on and then it looks worse under lighting because there is a lot of later on we get a really close-up shot of Lauren's makeup there's a horrendous of Lydia. choice of Lydia. Lydia. And he's, I've got I've got three pages on Lydia's makeup. We, then we've got, but in the meantime, Arge is like beat root red um, because he's worried about Lydia turning up with someone else. And Lucy's being very kind. She's like, no, no, she comes. She's here for you. And Mark's like, have faith in yourself. Do the performance for yourself, for your business as a singer. I just say. Yeah. Mark talking to Arge is me and you giving each other a pedestal. <laughs> it's him sort of wistfully looking at Mark, going, "Yeah, yeah," and yeah, like believing everything that he's saying, yeah. like really like I am Michael Bublé dominance. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And that is us when we and you are in our sort of low stages, giving each other a little pep talk that goes, "Yep, no, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely." We all need a Mark and an Arge. Um, and you can be both at any time. Yes. Uh, the Oppenheim Adam thinks that Mark is still mad about Lauren. Yes. And he says, at least, she says, at least get someone decent. She um, is being harsh. She's she been very rude. ripping into Lucy. But what I thought was funny was when it pans to Lucy and Mark, and then Lucy's like, Mark, they're all talking about us and in sequin dresses as well. <laughs> yeah. Like, why does that make it worse or better? I don't know. So, and they're all in sequin dresses as well. Oh, oh God. And then Jess, not following her own advice about not making eye contact with family members, <laughs> is, is now trying the sausages with Nanny Pat and Jess, yeah. who both agree they're better when they're nice and warm, which yes. clip that. Um, then Perk turns up with his date for the night. Who those chunky glasses? Hell, surprise! Is his mum? You're right, honey. Oh, give me a kiss. Oh, I thought you were going to turn up with some birds. No, it's me. It's me. <laughs> and also, they talk about Kirk's mum getting a vajazzle, and then Amy says she's got a vajazzle, and then Kirk goes, "Where?" I know I heard that and also when he says about how Amy looks good as a blonde he's like oh, I definitely would and I'm like your mum is so much right man. there your mum is right Come there on. and on I tell now. you we also get a blast from the past who I didn't realise was in the show from right. so early on Elliot Wright mm, gets no wrong. label no Chiron looks very different and he does become a bit of a figure later on in the series he does he does but we'll get to that when we get to that um, but the way that the document uh, can I just say the, the way the camera work acting. is done, yeah. In this next scene is documentary yeah. style, yeah. And that's what I miss from our reality TV is that yes. documentary capturing it as it happens, yeah, on the fly, on the fly. And yeah. literally, and also, can I just say, Lauren is hammered. <laughs> yeah, she is big. 
awful, like literally awful to Lucy, who I would go as far to say as has not really done actually anything wrong in this moment. No, she's gone out with somebody's ex-boyfriend. Yes. Who she is not friends with. I mean, how That's we all... basically what she's done. Exactly. And so Arj is up there giving it. Can't take my eyes off of you. Which absolutely no one gives a fuck about. You can no. see it pans to the audience. No one's listening. No one cares. Lydia, a very orange Lydia with a beehive and her friend Ellie arrive. That beehive um, is absolutely giving the vibe of Frankenstein. You can't tell me any different. It's out of control. It is and that, out of the control. way they, the underlighting on Lydia and Ellie is awful. Criminal. Criminal. The shadow, the lack of any blending it is awful. Um, Arj goes around to everyone after his performance. By the way, he picks up Amy. We shouldn't forget that. He's like, yeah. does anyone want to get up with me on the stage? Um, and Amy, child, gets up, which becomes at a point of contention later on. But she's singing to what I assume is Kirk in the crowd. Exactly. So yeah. I don't know what he was getting all, well, you know, whatever exactly. about. But I'm trying to play in the Sorcerer's Apprentice, but it's very quiet. Here we oh, go. Here we go. So, Arch goes around to everyone apart from Lydia. This is such a funny song choice for this. And then, here we go. So we cut to the bar. Amy's at the bar. You're right, honey. Kirk is absolutely yeah. raging. He scares me in this scene. I know. It's not a good look. And he he's says like, slutting about the stage. He said that. He actually said that. And he's like, what What? what are you do? You're making right mug out of me. You haven't, you haven't even come up to me once. Who are you here with? Who are you here with? You're here with your friends. You're here with your friends. You're here on your own. You're here with me. You're here with your friends. Who are you here with? You're here with me. You're here on your own. Why are you going to me? Up there, jumping up on the stage, slutting it about. Everyone's looking at me saying, why isn't she dancing with you? Everyone is looking at me saying why isn't she dancing with you Breton behavior he's unhinged behavior and unhinged yeah unhinged and everything she says back to him makes absolute sense yes and is later on we see kirk's mum, whose name i cannot remember is talking to her and she goes i know it's not you honey i know it's not you kirk He's a very sensitive little boy. He's an adult. He is an adult man. He's he an is adult an adult man. man. And then she just goes, just calm yourself down, all right? She was calm as anything. I know. I've never seen Amy absolutely riled at any point. She's never kicked off at any point. She's a very calm person because she's a woman. Water she's a very off woman. Hans back, who I would say. Well, absolutely. Water, Water off her hands back. And so we get Romeo and Julia, okay, Lydia and Arj meet outside in... Yeah, this was not a good fight. It was not good. So he says, you know what? That's more appropriate. Look, I did kiss a girl at Ocean Club. Hold on, wait for your music cue, Nicole. Oh, apologies. Off you go. Okay. Arj, I just don't think it's going to be. What do you mean? We're never going to be together again. I just can't get over what you did. We had a fight. And then you went and, yeah, all right. I kissed a girl at Ocean Club, but it meant nothing. I was drunk. I didn't know what I was doing. Arj, I always saw a future together with you. But now, I don't see anything. And she kisses him on the cheek. She walks away. He looks out. Mark comes up to him. Goes, 
what what went on. She doesn't see a future, Mark. All right, never mind. Like I said to you, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Which was quite a nice scene. It was quite a nice. Same time. Can I give Mark his credit for what he said? Yes. Is I promise you, if it's real love, it will come back. Now give me a cuddle. Aww. No, no, I won't sympathise with that man. <laughs> well, he in the second episode was talking about getting burnt, like burnt. No, what did he say about? Oh yeah, he said about Lauren looking thirteen stone or whatever. Oh no, let's remember no. that. Let's remember that let's before remember we start stitching out the cuddles. Let's remember that. So we start to see listeners in the following episode, which will be covering next. Covering next week. Covering. Um, the fallout from the 60s party, from Lydia's arrival, from Kirk losing his absolute nut, from the Fashion Hunt Apprentices, Fashion Hunt Week, News Fashion Hunt Headlines, Head Headlines, um, The Headhunter, Head <laughs> Head Headlines. Um, we'll see the completion of all her work there and what will be coming next. What a masterpiece we've got ahead of us exactly nicole and thank you listeners thank you nicole thank you listeners for sticking with us through let's say speaking of unhinged a slightly unhinged episode (laughs) this has been a bit unhinged this has been unhinged i think you know we've i don't even know i'm not even gonna speak anymore because i don't want to make it worse you know what listeners sometimes in life you have your days yeah say say love it uh Ah, you have you have some times in life and sometimes you have some days in life mm. and sometimes the only way is Essex they had it coming I know they had it coming shut up they had it coming all along sugar you should have been there faces club if we'd have seen it late in high road you bet you you would have done the same excuse me podcast excuse me excuse me podcast you should be listening every week where can they find us right on instagram at excuse me pod official that's us and if you want to email just drop us a line on excuse me pod team at gmail gmail and if you want to stream us we'd love you to hear us you can go to spotify amazon music and rss.com I was just dancing on the street. I was just dancing on a show during a 60s fashion party. And this man dragged me up stage and said, do you want to dance in front of the crowd? And I said, yeah, go on then. And I looked at the crowd and that's where I saw him. And I sang to him, I was like, this one's for you, honey. And then we were at the bar and he said, fixing her name. He was saying, you were slutting it about. And I said, what? He said, you were slutting it about on that stage. And I said, say it again. And he said, you were slutting it about. 
So then he ran into my fake ten. You ran into my fake ten six times. <laughs> oh, listeners, it's been a time. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> I'm Jessica. That's Nicole. Uh, maybe we'll. And it's been a week. It's been a week, but we hope you have a good weekend. We'll see you next week for more. That only wears. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse, excuse me. me. Excuse, uh, me. Uh, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Oh, hello. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Bonjour, honey. Honey. Shut up. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye.